Welcome to D-Sharp Thoughts Podcast, a podcast about strong women with some sharp thoughts and great inspirational stories. I'm Diana Sharp, your host, an empowerment and resilience coach for women. Today's episode is brought to you by D-Sharp Coaching Services. We work with women to help them gain greater clarity around their purpose, redefine their goals, rediscover their voice and execute in a more strategic way through our personal development and career coaching sessions. Most women will admit that there's nothing like having a good girlfriend who's more like a sister, someone you can share the most intimate details of your life with, someone you can cry with, someone you can laugh with, celebrate wins with, someone who inspires you with their own story of grace, courage, and strength. Today, I'll be talking to one of those inspiring sisters, Stasia Davidson. Stasia is the owner of Raw Food Challenge JA. I'm excited to hear about that. Build Boss Brands and Yard Trends. Welcome to my podcast, Stasia. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. I always say gratitude is a must. Yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. There's so much to be grateful for. And as we start on that really positive note, just name two things you're grateful for today. I am grateful for family and friends. Um, I'm also grateful for uh, uh, fruits. <laughs> absolutely. No, seriously, I am... <laughs> And I'm just grateful for um, beautiful and unexpected surprises. Yes, that, that's amazing. That's really, that's really a good way to look at life. And that's the way, you know, that's one of the ways that I go through life, just looking forward to unexpected things that really just surprises us and bring us into beautiful discoveries. And one of the things I'm grateful for today is the opportunity to talk to you. Um, and also, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm in a country that has mango, just bearing all over, mangoes yes. bearing all over, luscious fruit. So when you said you're grateful for fruits and you laugh, that's a huge thing to be grateful for, right? Um, because it's just mango season and it's good and the place smells so good and it's so sweet and the vegetation is just so lush and so green. And so I'm talking to the right person at the right time. Um, Stasio, behind the health conscious brand of eating raw, and the Jamaican and international couture fashion brand of Yard Trends and Bill Boss Brands, digital, social media, um, and savvy marketing strategist. Who are you? Wow. Um, I, I would say that I'm resilient, um, yes. resourceful, and rooted. So the three R's, I'd say I'm resilient, resourceful, and rooted. Resilience, not only because my name Stasia literally means one who shall rise again, um, but because in reality, I have always been able to overcome and bounce back from adversity. Um, resourceful, because I always find a way to innovate and create to solve problems and just get the results um, and overcome difficulties. Um, rooted because I know who I am, what I stand for, what I value, who and what is important to me, um, the impact that I want to have and the legacy I want to leave behind. So that's me 
in a that's nutshell. A, that's amazing. That's not a nutshell. <laughs> that's everything. That's so good. So you are resilient, you are resourceful, and you are rooted. Those are some powerful adjectives. Those are some powerful knowledge keeps, right? So you know who you are. You have the strength within you to overcome challenges and you have the capacity, right? And the agility to you're always overcoming and bouncing back. I absolutely love that. Tell me about some of the things you enjoy doing. What are your passions, your mm. likes, the people and things that brings that bring you joy? Ah, uh, wow. So um, I enjoy time. I, I'm, I think I'm a paradox in the sense that I really enjoy time alone, but yet still I love spending time with friends and family. I think that's because I'm an introvert, so I have to get the time alone to recoup and re-energize. Um, but I really love spending time with good friends and family. Um, whether it's a games night or a road trip or an outing, but those small gatherings with friendship with friends and family, um, I really love those. Um, as I said before, I love eating fruits. I enjoy that. Um, I also actually like scrolling through Instagram and Facebook, reading um, the thoughts of others, um, and using it as a way to to. Um, to, to stay in touch with people who you went to school with or you right. worked with. Um, because relationship, if you have not heard through what I've said before, um, yes. saying friends and family so often, <laughs> um, but relationships are really important to me um, because Amazing. I believe that the quality of your relationship will determine the quality of your life. Simply, simply amazing. I love that. What are some of the unique traits that make you Stasio? When we look at you, we'll go, aha, that's Stasio. Uh, yes. What are some of the unique traits that make you you? Uh, well, physically, I would say my hair color. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, my laugh, people always remember my laugh because yes. they say it's weird. <laughs> I say it's unique. Absolutely. And then, um, in terms of personality, I would say I'm resourceful, as I said before, resilient, rooted. I am analytical. I'm really supportive um, of my friends and family. And I, mm, I think it's important to exercise empathy over right. judgment whenever possible. I know that as humans, you know, um, or the thought setting it might be might be judgment, but um, just trying to um, exercise or choose empathy um, right. over judgment and um, just connecting with others on an intimate level. Um, I find that that's I don't know if it's EQ or but I'm able to um having a conversation with someone i don't know if because of how i listen or what it is but i find that people will be vulnerable and say right. things that they will feel like they know me long enough to tell me intimate details that they probably wouldn't tell anybody, that anybody they else yeah. so those are amazing traits those are amazing traits right um especially your empathetic heart 
Um, and when you mention EQ, your emotional quotient, to be aware of yourself and others and what they're experiencing and how your interactions might be affecting them or elevating them. Um, and so I really like that. Thank you for sharing. Um, you have many gifts. So for my listeners out there, I have known Stasia since our days in university and she's gifted, but I want her to tell you about herself and giving her that opportunity today. Um, so what are some of the gifts and talents and skills you possess that has equipped you to create this unique space for yourself as an entrepreneur? Oh, wow. So gifts, I, well, I am creative. I believe that I'm creative. Um, because I'm resourceful, I'm always looking for the solution. How can yes. I get something done with limited or no resources? Yes. Um, so I'm, I, I'm creative. I am analytical, strategic. Um, at being someone who was an athlete, I'm also always thinking about how can because when you play football and netball right. and basketball, it's all, you, you know, apart from the skill, it's the strategy, the team strategy. So I find that I'm also good at working out, strategizing how to get the desired um, outcome. So um, not, I, and I learned from sports as well that you may be the best player, but, um, the, the better team with right. lesser players can end up winning the winning the game. So um, I think strategic strategically, I think I am good. I'm a good strategist. Um, other talents, I, I am good with my hands in terms of I um, can create necklaces. Uh, yes. So and I fabric, I actually create fabric jewelry. So that's one of the things that I did with my brand, the yeah, trends. So in terms of, uh, so that's another thing. I'm also good at seeing potential in others. Yes. And like hyping them up to the point that they feel bold enough to take a step. So inspiring transformation and action. Absolutely. Those are some amazing gifts and talents and skills. How did you unearth them and develop these talents and gifts? I think it's that self-awareness um, because most of the things that I, I, I do good at, it's because of my experiences. So for example, my ability to, to see and want to unearth um, someone's potential is because I've been that quiet person that persons would probably ignore because you're not loud enough, you're not talking, you know, you're, you're, you're not seen because you're not uh, opening your mouth. Um, so I remember being on a track team when I was in prep school and I was supposed to run at stadium. I ran at stadium but based on my experience there, I was like, oh, if the coach had done this, even at that age, which I probably was about six, seven, wow. I was like, if the coach had said this to me, if the coach had done this or done that, I'd feel more confident, you know, and all of that. So I always try to, um, to kind of boost people up, especially when I see that they have the potential because sometimes all they need is a cheerleader, somebody to say, yo, you can do it, you know? 
Um, so yes, yeah, so basically it's just being aware and also using your experiences. So using your experiences to, to guide um, the way how you respond to others, how you treat others, um, how you motivate. Um, so I think just just my experiences, I, I, my life lessons and my mistakes, I want I want to be able to to share those with others and to use those to guide me in how I relate to others. That's a powerful way to approach life. Um, to use your lessons and to use your experiences as teachable moments um, so others don't have to go through the same pain mm -hmm. or the same you know learning curve it doesn't have to be as long or as steep or as hard for others so that's great um, you, um, when, I, when we did our pre-talk you said you had many life philosophies um, would you share with our listeners one or two of these life philosophies and how they've helped to anchor and direct your life Ah, I'm good. That's, that's a very good question. Um, well, for one, I believe that I believe in accountability. Yes. Um, that's a very important value for me. Um, so one, I believe that you should leave people and places better than you found them. Wow. Wow, say that again, please. That is one of my life philosophies. One of my guidance. I work with students and that's fundamental yeah. to my practice. We have to leave people and places better than we met them. Yeah, right. go ahead, Stacey, um, go I ahead. believe that you should start where you are with what you have. And I think that part is my resourcefulness coming in. Start yes. where you are with what you have. Um, do more of what makes you happy so do it write down the things that make you happy and just do more of those things um gratefulness so one of it is gratitude is a must and we started the interview with that yes. um, gratitude is a must um i believe that you should tell the truth with love and respect even yes. when it's hard um never assume ask for clarity always wow. so never assume always ask for clarity um to be present and be mindful so like yes. if you go out with friends or you're in a meeting put on the phone listen um yes. be present um you know be mindful just just be there you know and I, be I kind. Love yes <laughs> i love <laughs> those keep going Okay, I will keep going. <laughs> Be kind without expectation of return. Um, love people more than yes. things, because a lot of us love things more than people. Absolutely. So love people more than things. Um, live full, die empty. Yes. Um, so go as far as you can using all that you've got. So if you only get one talent, you use that. So go as far as you can using all that you've got. Um, if you can't, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Close the mouth, don't get fed. Yes. So being the quiet person, <laughs> you're going to stay there and you're going to get hungry and starve. Nobody cares. <laughs> Open your mouth, um, ask for what you want. Um, just, just speak, be bold. Um, also, if it's to be, it's up to me. So um, 
Boogie I love has those. a song that yeah. says every man has to decide his own destiny. So if it's to be, it's up to me. Um, trust, I've, um, trust myself. Listen to my intuition. Um, one small step at a time, one foot in front of the other, you will get there. So no matter how big a goal is or seem, if you just take one small step at a time in the direction of that particular goal, you will get there. No matter how long it takes, you're going to get there. Um, so yes. one, small step at, one small step at a time, one foot in front of the other. You don't have to know, um, you don't have to see anywhere other than your foot. That one step you're taking, that's all you need to say at this point in time. That's amazing. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, go ahead. You're allowed to change your mind. A lot of people feel that if you have held a particular view for a certain amount of time, that because you have held that view, you have to keep that view for the rest of your life. That's not good. You are allowed to change your mind. If you get information, if you get truth, if you come across information, that challenges the information that you thought was true and you realize that it is no longer true to you, then you are allowed to change your mind. And I think that's a good place. Thank you so much for sharing. I think that's a good place for us to then segue into my next set of questions. But before I move on, I really just want to affirm that I love all of those. And so many sound like me and, for, and I'm taking away one. <laughs> Um, I'm taking away the one that says, write down the things you love to do and do more of it. So I love to travel. So Stacey, yeah. you're a bad encouragement. <laughs> I yeah, do so not need any more prompting or encouragement. But when you said that, my heart began to dance. And my heart was just saying, see, that's confirmation. You love to travel, so do more of that. And it could mean travel locally, internationally, mm -hmm. just in your community. And, and one yeah. of the things, the last two, I found the last two to be so uniquely powerful. One step at a time, approach your goals one step at a time, one foot before the other. Um, so many times we wanna go on different journeys, wellness journeys, fitness journeys, financial freedom journeys, owning our own business, but we're trying to chew the elephant in one bite. Mm -hmm. um, and as that's sharing with us, all you have to do is take the very first step and it becomes easier. And then I love the last one. It says you're allowed to change your mind. Never before have we been inundated with information, just flooded with so many different things around us. Um, and not all of it is true or relevant or not all of it is factual, but if you come across things that are true and things that resonate with you, I agree with her, you have a right to change your mind and you should. Um, we encourage persons to remain agile, flexible, um, forward thinking and really um, grounded in what they want to do with their lives. And so you do have a right to change your mind. I love that. And one of the things that I'm working on changing my mind in um, about is my overall wellness. And I've got the mindset right. I've got the nutrition right. Um, but I just need to work on my portions and I need to work on my exercise. And I think this is a great place First, first to talk to somebody who has lots of experience um, and a lived experience. She's not just um, telling us what she has heard. She's telling us what she has lived, what she has taught, and what she has made into a successful business. Um, Stasia, you have made a major transformational lifestyle change recently 
please share with our listeners your journey to a plant-based lifestyle. I'm excited to learn more. All right. So in January 2019, I decided to change to a plant-based um, lifestyle. Um, I was about, well, it has completely changed my life. I lost yes. approximately 40 pounds. Um, I had, I used to have a horrible period cramps, even yes. skimming. Um, yes. I was vomiting, all of that right from high school right up to university after university um i also so so it was a i had put on a lot of weight um because i stopped playing sports because i was no longer on a team sports i was no longer at university um all of that and i decided to change to a plant-based lifestyle um i was motivated mostly mainly for health reasons i wanted to be proactive um, because as I said before, my weight and my physical appearance, I didn't feel good energy-wise. Um, I didn't feel confident in my clothes anymore. Um, and I know you're supposed to love yourself at every stage. I know that. Right. Um, but um, I wasn't comfortable with seeing my belly that way or not fitting, not fitting in my clothes in a, a certain way. So I never liked it. Um, my weight kept fluctuating because as I said I was no longer playing sports um so I decided that I wanted to make a lifestyle change I didn't want the fluctuation thing anymore I wanted a lifestyle change um and also I was inspired too because of my dad um I grew up seeing my father injecting himself almost daily because he had diabetes um one day he felt ill and I was the only person at home. He thought that his blood sugar level was high because that's what was usually the case whenever he felt that way. Um, so he injected himself with the insulin and when the, the ill feeling persisted, he injected more insulin. Wow. So um, we ended up having to go to the hospital um, while at the hospital. Um, were waiting because they were saying that they couldn't de- they couldn't treat him because they had to be paid first. At that time, they were saying that was the the, the rule at that time. That um and my my family member was on the way with the money, so but they said that they wouldn't be able to 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 take care of him or treat him until that happened. How so, long was the wait? How long did you guys have oh, to wait? It seemed like a very long. It seemed long to me. I don't. Wow. I was. It was years ago when it when it happened. I think I was probably seventeen or eighteen at the time. Um, but so so we waited at the hospital. Um, the doctor looked at my father and said, "I think you're having a stroke." So oh. I'm seventeen or eighteen. So I said, "What do you mean by that? Are you going to treat him?" And the doctor replied that he couldn't do anything unless payment was made. Um, but he said that I could go across the street and buy something very sweet for him because his blood sugar level was low, right? A long right. story short, my dad ended up being bedridden for 10 years oh. um, before he died. The stroke that he got um, paralyzed half of his body. His voice changed. He was frail. He was not the same. Um, and I saw that deterioration. Um, right before your body. eyes, right before his uh, before my eyes right. so i learned from that experience that um prevention is better than cure it's not only better than but it's also cheaper than cure yes you know? 
um and so my dad never intended to teach me that life lesson at least not in that way um because so i was adamant that that was not going to be my life i wish i knew then what i know now about eating foods that facilitate healing and that we should fight disease rather than and feed the disease with right. our unhealthy eating and lifestyle habits. Um, I'm also not aware of a more holistic approach because before it was all about the workout, then stop, then workout. But um, having decided now to make it a lifestyle and to add nutrition into the mix, and not oh. only nutrition, but now you also have to, because it's a holistic approach, you also have to ensure that the right hydration is in place, you're drinking enough water, you're having adequate sleep, because a lot of times we we attack one thing. Right. So okay, I'm going to work out, but you're not eating right, or oh, I'm going to eat right, but you're not um, having no physical activity, or you're not um, sleep, you're not having adequate sleep, you're up all night. You right. Know? So it's a holistic approach. But at the end yeah. of the day, what does it profit a man or a woman to gain the whole world but has no health to enjoy? Nothing. So you yeah. all night working and all of that, but then you have no health to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Stacia, why are you calling me out? You're speaking truth. You are speaking all kinds of truth. And your lesson came in a very hard way. And I'm truly sorry about that. Um, I know how close into your families and how just if a rich family you guys are. So I know that might have dampened you guys to see your father lose his strength and his vigor and to become frail and for everything to, to change. So um, I'm really, really sorry that that happened to him. But then out of that came such a powerful lesson that, that stuck with you. And so even though sometimes we forget the lessons, we, we're given reminders and we get back on track. So, so I've really made a commitment for my commitment to myself that I will not intentionally feed myself foods that will bring sickness to my body, whether in the short term or the long term. Um, that's the same reason I don't drink or smoke. Does it mean right. that I will never get sick? Maybe not, but I take accountability for the things that I have control over, like what I put in my mouth, because sometimes we're using our mouth to dig our own graves. Yes, we are. Um, I know you're not a licensed nutritionist, and I know you don't want to prescribe anything we should or should not be doing, especially in a very public space where people have their right to choose what they want to consume. But could you share some broad categories of things that we should be mindful of? All right. In terms of, because the thing is, my 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 take is when you when you eat and drink more of the things that you're you, um that that are good for you, then it leaves less space for the things that are bad for you. Right. So um focus on um increasing your fruit intake. Yes. Focus on increasing your vegetable intake. Focus yes. on increasing your spring water or or and coconut water intake. If you focus on more fruits, more veg, more water, coconut water. You can also add raw nuts and seeds. Um, if you focus on more of those things, um, then there will be less space for the bad things. But one tip I will give, especially for those who probably think that it's um, a bit harder to go um, fully right now and you want to transition, one of the things that I did in my transition was I started by not eating meat one day a week. Right. And then I, when I was really good at that, then I added another day, so two days. And when I was really good at that, 
three days until I realized that I was only eating meat on week weekends. That's two days a week until I no longer need it. Um, another tip I can give you is also if you can try eating fruits only before noon. So yes. you do what you want to do after. <laughs> Not telling you to do what you want to do after, but if you at least eat fruits before noon, at least that's a good start. Yes, amazing. How easy um, was it to transition? You just shared, so you don't have to go in depth. You just shared about how you how you staged it or how you staggered um, the process. But did you find that overall it was an easy process or was it very challenging? Um, yeah. And how did you find the ingredients? Was it easy to procure plant-based um, items or strictly plant items in Jamaica? Was it easy to do that? For me, it's going to be easier than right. for others in the sense that I am, I people call me, my friends call me a fruitarian yes. because I eat mostly fruits. So for me, it's kind of easy because you just need to go to the market, buy fruits, or if you have a fruit tree, if you have fruit trees, um, it's, it's, it's easier because you just pick and you eat and there's no food process per se because nature has, has already, mother nature has already prepared the food for me. Right. I just pick and eat um but if you're more of a person who is into you know you want to do your gourmet raw gourmet stuff um then there are recipes out there um you can do your smoothies you can do your salads you can make nut meat um yes. like you use your walnuts or any nuts almonds whatever it is and you can actually um create what what would be the nut meat <laughs> Um, in your dish yeah yeah so there 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 are recipes that you can use but for but um if you you don't have to so i i say i say the simple is best in the sense that there's no excuse so you can't say oh i don't know how to prepare um plant-based stuff no because guess what you can eat it as is so that shouldn't be an excuse so yeah and you can start by probably learning create one plant-based meal, then two. Um, but on a whole, if fruit is a staple of your of your diet, then you you will have less to worry about. Because right. there's the markets and there's the trees. And in Jamaica, we all know how many fruit trees right now, people actually put out their mangoes on their walls so that if you're passing, you can pick it, you can take it. So we, we're, we're fortunate and blessed enough to be in the tropics in a place that is so full of fruits that you can even do a battle. You may have um, mango, but somebody else have orange or apple, and you may want to do a little, you know, battering. So so it, it, has been a, it has been easy for me in that way, in terms of access to, to fruits and veg. In terms of no, the challenges, um, especially before when you were on the road a lot for work, um, right. the challenge was that whenever they had lunch for work, they would forget about me, forget about my diet. Oh no. Even though I would say, you know, because they're not used to it, you know, I don't want to say they were inconsiderate, um, but they, when you are the odd one out, 
sometimes people forget you. So you have to know be strong and adamant. There's a time in the process. Um, so this is where the challenge, because I want people to understand, not because you have decided to do something, it means that you won't slip or um, you just have to follow. You set your pace, your right. pace, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. There was a time when I was not eating the meat per se, but when I went on the road and there was no food, I was not at a stage where I could say, I don't want anything. I would have to take the steamed veg and I would ask for some of the curry gravy. Yes. <laughs> they would laugh at me. I said, since you're eating the curry gravy, might as well just eat the meat. And I said, no, that's not how it works. Yes. I am at the stage right now where I need the curry gravy. I'm not going to take a step back to eat the meat because you are saying to me, might as well I do that. No, right. that's not how it works. I'm at the curry gravy stage now until I never need the curry gravy anymore. Until I was at a point that if food was not there for me and if I didn't bring my own food, I could say no and do without. So Discipline, um, you just Discipline have to and growth. Yeah, yeah mm. you just have to take your time and don't make nobody send you back a step for, um, behind because they're saying, since you do that already, might as well do that. No. Right. Just take your time. I like that. Um, incremental growth and change. Um, and it gets better with each thing. You just have to get started. What are some of the benefits of eating raw? So I know you lost an amazing 40 pounds and she looked good and her skin is glowing. But what are some of the other things that we can't really see? Um, what are some of the other benefits of eating raw? As I said, what you can't see and what you can't see. You can't see the weight loss and I would say the waist loss because a lot yes. of the times is um, the, the, um, the, the what you call the, the undigested rotten foods or the, the toxins that's lodged in your stomach that take residence in your stomach um, yes. and just eating the right fruits and fiber and all of that helps to clean your system so a lot of the times you have 10 or 20 pounds of waste in your oh. stomach right so um so the waste and the weight loss um helps to reduce your waistline so a yes. benefit is a reduction in waistline then there is the boost of energy level Wow. and the vitality uh, so there is that there is better glowing skin um no bloating um for, for yeah no bloating improved digestion nice. um, improved memory and mental clarity um regular bowel movements let's talk about that um regular periods because in a lot of persons who have pcos or yes. um those kinds of women uh, women health issues find that it's they're much better if when they go on um, a, a, a raw or plant-based diet so lessening of menopausal symptoms for those who are at that age better sleep better libido um, and it really just facilitates healing and prevents disease and nip and you know and other health conditions um, it helps to improve mood. A lot of persons don't understand the, yes. the relationship between what you eat and even your state, whether Absolutely. you are depressed or not. Yes. Um, changing your diet can actually affect um, positively your mood. Yes. Um, less aches and pains and just improve stamina, endurance and that sort of thing. Your organs just work better, function better. 
for optimum health. We're talking about optimization. Because yeah. um, based on what we're going through now, we uh, need that. that's an important thing, boosting immunity and building up confidence. God, trust me, build your confidence. But the absolute truth is that health is an inside-outside job. Mm -hmm. We first have to take care of the inside and then it affects everything on the outside. So we look good, we feel good, we talk differently, we walk differently, um, and absolutely, most certainly improves our confidence. Um, do you also mineral supplement or you're well, not required to? I don't, I okay. don't. Um, um, of course, I'm not a medical professional or right. a health professional. Um, so if you have other health issues that your doctor suggests that you do something, then I would suggest um, the, the, the decision is yours to make, but it is not, if you're, health, if you're otherwise healthy, you're, you're, you're not required to if you're eating um, properly. You don't awesome. need supplements if you're eating properly. Awesome. Thank you for that clarification. What are some tips um, you would give to someone who's interested in getting started? How can they make the switch to plant-based um, in a way that is meaningful and lasting? Well, I had touched on that um, a little. I would yes. um, decide on the, the, the way you want to take it. You can be, you're going to only eat fruits before um, noon. Right. Or you can do a day where a day of the week, you don't eat meat for that day of the week. Um, but some persons are not good with that. With that. Some persons have to, to cold turkey, like have to just do it. But you have to know how best you transform. So that's right. where self-awareness comes. And then you'll know which, which strategy um, for change is best for you, whether it's in increments or um just cold turkey decide but within that you have to um educate yourself on what you're going to do or are you going to fail so you have to to read up maybe follow accounts that um the persons are on the same journey as you as you want to be so aspirationally put more of the things feed your mind with the things that you want to to, to achieve or visualize or actualize so feed your mind more of that. You may have to also, as I, in my case, I did, unfollow accounts that had the, the, the things that you you want to, to stop eating. You Absolutely, know, the, the things you, yes. And then you realize after a certain time, you're able to follow them back and it doesn't yes. affect you. Um, so, so it's feeding your mind, educating yourself on, on what you want to do, visualizing, actualizing. Um, there's also being prepared. Yes, um, absolutely. That's a big one. The, yeah, because when you go on the road, and you, as in my case, if preparation would mean for me, knowing that they're going to forget to, to, to provide for me, so I should bring my own food. Yes. So you have to prepare. Um, and that, yeah. So, so preparation, visualization, actualization, feeding your mind and, and spirit with those things that get you closer or inspire transformation. Um, I like that. Yeah. I like that. And also taking the journey that works for you. For some yes. people, it's incremental. Yes. For some persons, mm -hmm. it's they just, have I have to do it all at once. I really like those lessons and also to keep and to educate yourself um, on this process of change and what it's going to require of you. What is mm -hmm. the biggest misconception that many persons hold about plant-based nutrition? 
um, that you can't get all the nutrients that you need. That's, right. that's probably one of the biggest um, misconceptions. Um, yeah. They think that, oh, you're going to, you're not going to. You're going to be deficient in something. Yeah, you're going to be. <laughs> but, but you can get everything you need from, from a plant-based diet. You don't need to eat meat. Um, yeah. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for that. Um, you touched on it earlier, and I think that's just so powerful. You spoke about the impact that food has on our emotional and mental well-being. Um, would you like to share some more? I know you mentioned about certain foods that make us depressed, certain food that makes us lethargic, but would you like to share more about how our food affects our mood, our thoughts, and our behavior? Boy, I... I like I don't even know the science of why it yes. happens, but I can tell you that your your, your energy is lifted, yes. um, your mood is lifted. I think the fact that you're on a journey to, to when you're prioritizing your health yes, um, and your wellness, um, I think I think it just does something for you. I know that there are certain um, foods and fruits. Um, all right, so let's say you're you're drinking more water, you're hydrating, um, you're you're eating more fruits with high water content um, because that's also important. Um, and you know, water and hydration does a lot for the system as well. So I think if you're detoxing and you're you're cleansing and your body feels lighter. And there is a connection between, I think there is a connection between your gut and your brain. There you know? is. There's so, a big one. So that's clean. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what the science is, um, but it, it really lifts your moods and your mood and your spirit as well. It so absolutely that's does. Thing, yeah. will, um, they will tell you, like you go to the doctor or whatever, they'll always say, um, you need to change your diet, you know, you need to do this or you need that so so having a, a healthy lifestyle and eating in a particular way the same thing as exercise and and, and physical activity um they'll also tell you that you need to start doing physical activity so my thing is when you're sick if they're suggesting that you eat this particular thing they're suggesting that you cut out dairy there's a um Cut out this, cut out that. Reduce, yeah, reduce every, yeah, right. Right. reduce so, the bad so and increase the good. That. Yes. If they're telling you to do that to get well, then why not do that to not get sick? Absolutely. Great approach. You're not just only about physical wellness and mental wellness. You're about total health um, and total well-being. And a part of who we are is managing our money, um, starting businesses, doing well. Um, and so you also work in that space. You work in that space as an entrepreneur and you also work in that space to share as much as you know, you learn and you also share. Um, and so there has been a surge of new businesses being started both online and traditional brick and mortar. And oftentimes a new business owner has the expertise in creating his or her product or service, but lacks certain fundamental skills in finance, marketing, particularly marketing using social media. Um, I know for me, when I just got started in business, that was one of the biggest hurdles for me. How do I you know, promote my business in a way where customers know what service I'm offering online. I can still grow and improve in that area. Um, but how, so there are so many questions that we have as business owners, but can you share with our listeners your own entrepreneurial journey? 
what were some of the things you got right? And what were the mistakes and misses that occurred and the lessons you learned from that experience? <laughs> so many mistakes. <laughs> so many mistakes. I remember one of the mistakes that I made earlier on was um, having a hustler's mentality. And let yes. me explain what I mean by hustler's mentality because hustling is good in terms of it take a certain kind of work ethic and drive and passion. But hustler mentality in the sense that you, you would discount your prices just to make a sale. You would, you would do anything just to make a sale. Um, so, and if you keep discounting your prices, people will not respect your prices. No, they won't They'll respect you wait. or your craft. They will just wait for the next sale because they know that one is coming. Yes. So that's, that's a mistake that I made early on. Um, well, I'm not a, whether mistake or challenge, but one of the challenges I had was finding reliable work, yes. work men and women, um, it was hard to find if they were reliable, they were not cheap or, or affordable. And if they were affordable, um, they were not reliable. They, so that was, that was a challenge. That was a big challenge for me. Um, I remember one time I found a, um, a tailor who was, he was good in terms of his output, but he would tell me something is ready, I would go and it would not be ready. Um, and at the time as I struggling, you're struggling. Um, so the, the, the money that you take to go for that, um, you'd, you'd have rather waited yes. um, until it was actually ready. I remember one time having to sleep. All right, so this particular tailor lived in the garrison right wow. and his work and his workspace was in the in the garden and he i was there waiting and waiting it got dark and it was far from where i lived so i would have to take a taxi home and i could not take a taxi home because then i thought then i thought to myself then i would have to take a taxi back um the other in the you know so the i could not afford that so i had to sleep there on the ground wow. um and the, the floor was tiled either. So <laughs> it was the, yeah, I had to sleep there while he left me there in the shop to go to his bed. Wow. That, so so there's, there's a lot of um, stories that I, I, would, I have to tell in terms of things like that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of challenges. Um, Another um, mistake that I made was making what I like as opposed to what pe what the market was saying that they wanted to buy. And being a creative, that was the thing. They probably wanted um, the swimsuits, but I was tired of making swimsuits. So right. I wanted to do something else. So that was not, um, so, it, so, so, I was, so I was doing what I wanted to do. I want to make this, so you need to want this because this is what I want to make. So ignoring what the market is saying to me that I want this and, and, and doing what I wanted to do as a creative. So that was another mistake that I, I made. And just also just researching, um, just research, do your research. Also, if you can get mentorship, try and yes. get mentorship, whether it's from organizations, from people. 
Um, your mentor don't even have to know that they're your mentor. Know that there's social media. Never really have social media to the point that it is now. Um, back then. Um, so now you have opportunities to be mentored by people who don't even know that they're mentoring you, right? And also you have courses and other things you can do, you know, to, to be mentored. Um, also, I would say to invest in a customer relationship um, management system. System, yes. Um, and collect your, your customer's information, your contacts. And you, and you hold those there and nurture the relationships with your customers because it is easier and cheaper for you to get an existing customer to buy from you again than it is to get a new customer. So, Diana, you buy from me already. It's easier for me to say, yo, I have this and you buy again because... Right. Um, I trust you and I know your products and I love mm -hmm. your brand, right? Mm -hmm. Then for you to market and gain yeah, and a new client. Market and get a new yes. Absolutely. So, uh, there, there are so many, there are so many more um lessons. But, 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 but all of what you have shared is just so powerful. The resilience, the courage, the need for education, the need for mentorship. Um, the need to work and learn from others. And you, and I think the most powerful lesson and takeaway is listen to the market. We're here for our customers. So the products that we, we create and, and the service that we provide should solve or answer a problem for them, not mm -hmm. us. And a lot of us start out like that, especially people who are very creative. We write what we want to write. We produce what we want to produce. <laughs> we create what we want to create. And, and oftentimes we don't ask those good questions. But you have grown and you have matured and you're doing well. So what are some of the key strategic content? Um, so you did mention earlier on, or I mentioned for you, in terms of some of the things that we could be doing in, um, in the IG space, the mm -hmm. social media space, the digital marketing space. Mm -hmm. What are some of the key strategic content that um, content marketing strategies that we could employ as small business owners? Okay. Um, well, first of all, I believe that um, your content must have purpose. Yes. Uh, so so you have to decide this particular post, what, it, what, what, what do I want to, to happen from this post? So it can be that you want to, to get a sale. It can be that you want to um, increase or heighten or um, nurture the relationship or the yes. connection with your audience. It can be um, that you want to drive engagement. So you have to know what the purpose is of a particular post because you don't want to post for no reason it may Absolutely. also be um because you want them to if you're a personal brand you want them to know more about you because yes. people buy from people they know they like and they trust right um they call it the klt factor so they buy from yes. people they know like and trust so it might be that you're um posting so people can get to know you um, whether your values, what you like, what you don't like, um, that sort of things. If you're a personal brand, if you are selling a product or a service or something else, um, then um, you may want to, to, to post, you, st you still need um, a purpose. Um, so one of the things that I would suggest is ensuring that you have a call to action. Absolutely. Um, so yes. you tell people buy from, well, um, you have to tell people what to do at, at times. So whether it is telling them to like, comment, share, whether it's telling them to click the link in your bio, whether it's 
give them an action to take based on the outcome that you want, right? So a call to action. Um, I've also, so another um, marketing and engagement strategy is, um, I would say you can search um, hashtags specific to your target um, market or your customer avatar and engage with the recent posts of those people. So for example, let's say you, you, you sell, uh, give an example. Let's say you sell um, to Jamaicans, right? Um, but you want to, you want more Jamaicans to see your post or whatever. You may click on a hashtag that says Pro Jamaican because anybody who is going to use the hashtag Pro Jamaican must be a Pro Jamaican. Absolutely. Right? So maybe what you can do, one of the strategies that you can do is click on that hashtag look through who are the persons using the hashtag and then you probably can comment on their pages and guess what if your pages because but before you start doing these strategies make sure that your page is ready yes for because when people come over that may be your one chance to, to have to get them to stay so when they come over is your page ready for business um so just ensure your bias is right, the, the pictures or the, the, the content is right, so that when they come over, they want to stay um, because since they are your target, right? right? So that's another thing. You can search hashtags specific to your um, your customer avatar or your, cost, um, your market. Um, another thing you can do is um, when you make a post, you can wait five to 10 minutes before you leave. Not just make it and leave. Not just make the post and cut. Um, so you can wait five to 10 minutes and maybe comment immediately um, for those who comment immediately. So it's kind of like you're rewarding people for commenting by commenting and replying within that five to so 10 they, minutes. So it shows that you're also engaged. Right, yeah. right. right. Um, another thing you can do, um, a lot of persons don't use it, but what you can do is also you can pin your best comments. Instagram has a feature that you can pin um, comments. So if, if somebody makes a valuable, relatable, um, relevant comment, pin it. So what that teach, so everybody who comes to the page, you will see um, the pin, the comment. And what that says to your audience is, if I leave a valuable, relevant comment, I will be pinned. So yes. people will see me. So, you know, so those are there. I have way more, but those, those are, are great. Of the, um, those are great strategies because I know I'm going to give you the opportunity to share all your handles and the way persons can do business with you. But those are amazing. Some of which I was not exposed to before. So I'm, I'm also learning. I'm also taking away. I'm also making my notes. I'll also re-listen to this a couple of times just for things that I can implement. So thank you so much for sharing generously your knowledge that you have gained through tough experiences, um, but you're just doing so much better now. You can help us grow too. How can persons, because a lot of people have some hidden gifts, um, Stasia, um, they have hidden gifts and passion. So they do it in their home well, and they do it naturally. They can cook well, they teach, they can braid hair, lots of talented people in Jamaica um, and all over the world. But I just mentioned Jamaica as I thought of the braiding of the hair, mm -hmm. you know, that's rich in our African continent too. Um, and I do have lots of listeners from that continent um, and painting. So lots of people have great skills that they think, you know what, this is just my little hobby. 
how can they monetize their gifts? How can they monetize these hobbies and bring it into a social media space? Well, um, I, I always say no matter what special talent you have, um, no matter what message you have to offer to this world, if nobody knows, nobody cares. Yes. So you have first of so you have to so people have to know that you have that skill. People have to know what it is that you do and can do. So you have to make it known. Um, secondly, who wants what I have? Absolutely. Um, yes. So you have to know who your customer avatar is. Who would want what I have? Um, what problems do they have? What 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 makes them tick? Just right. you have to know your customer avatar intimately. Um, so you so you're able to to to, to get them to want to, to to buy your product. But I want to say that um, if you have a product, if you have a service, if you have a skill, um, you you don't have to leave your job. Right. Right. Um, you don't have to leave your job because that's where some of the unnecessary, especially if you love your job, um, that's where some of the unnecessary pain comes in. Like Absolutely. for me, I didn't have a job, so I had no to, to, to bear the brunt of sleeping in, on people's concrete and all of that. If you have a job, see how the job is helping you to get to where you want to go. Um, so therefore, you have a monthly salary. Save, save towards, save and invest, save towards what it is you want to achieve. So you may want to know, so that's where the research comes in. How, how, how much money would I need to do a particular thing, to build a website, to do this, to do that? All the things that may be required um, for the business that you want to start, right? You may not um, start with a website right away, based on the business that you're doing because let's say you have a um uh e-commerce store you're selling swimsuits or dresses on um you can you can at the beginning use instagram but no or whichever other platform there is there's equid where yes. um you can sell up to 10 items for um using the platform for free so decide what's out there you have to do your research decide what's out there what platform you can use until you can do what you want to do so know what your grand idea is is and then know um use that resourcefulness to start where you are as i had said with what you have um so so yeah so just oh, that's amazing those are some amazing tips and just start, take the first yeah. step you know take the first step but um but but research first Absolutely. so you're not taking a, a total you're not just jumping without knowing what you're jumping into you know you're taking a leap it's an that's, informed that's leap it's an informed right. judgment informed. Yeah. very informed yeah um awesome thank you so much for sharing that what qualities um, do you think make someone an effective and successful entrepreneur? So you have hinted at it um, and you bear some of those qualities. What are some of the traits younger persons should be building? Um, people um, who are in business right now should be looking on honing and grooming. Well, for one, um, these are some of the things that I think should be taught in school. Yes. Um, but let's but let's 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 start with the the, the 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 traits, the characteristics. 
you have to be resilient because yes. you're going to fail. If you're doing anything and not failing, it means maybe you're not stretching yourself thin um, to the point where you can go. Yeah. yeah, because anything that you're doing new for the first time, um, just like a baby trying to walk, they drop many times before they actually walk. So um, I'd say resilience is key, is a key thing. It also has to be solutions oriented because um, that's basically what entrepreneurship is. You know, you're finding a solution to somebody's problem. Absolutely. Um, and it can be the um, it can be an actual problem or it can just be your solution is that you provide joy and laughter. Maybe you're Absolutely. an entertainer. Yes. So it don't have to be something like, oh, um, I'm thirsty and you have water. It can be things like because when you um, because people, the, the, the things that drive um, buying and purchasing um are things like how you make people feel you know Absolutely. um so yeah so so there so, 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 so there is that um and there's also just um so resilience i said resilience i said solutions oriented um but they know there are also the things like um i would say top up your negotiation skills um your accounting even if you don't if, even if you're not an accountant um yes. at least know the basics um so even if you have to hire just know the basics right um you're also i believe that you should um people people skills um leadership skills team team um team management skills um public speaking skills um what other skills but just I, I think it's more of because for me as i as i've been saying right throughout that relationship management a lot of things um even the success of a lot of things or if not all things are it's basically relationship management yes. you know whether it's managing the relationship with your customer whether it's managing the relationship with your team um whether it's manage relationship with 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 your clients um you know so it's, it's all about relationship management so we have to learn how to to manage relationships conflict resolution um so i would suggest really honing those soft skills because those are really the skills that because i will someone will probably buy from you or do business with you because they like you um so let's say you are both on the same level um you're both providing the same business i may end up choosing you because i have a better relationship, relationship. with you yeah so, relationship um, is key yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fundamental mm -hmm. you have highlighted so many gems and i know someone is listening today and it's just totally changing their business it's totally changing their practice. It's totally changing their mindset. Um, and it's totally changing them and the way they're going to approach life um, and just their own business. Um, you're keen on helping persons become financially stable, becoming financially stable, both um, personally and as a business. Can you share a few key principles and strategies for improving um, personal finance? How can persons improve their personal finances? All right. Um, one, I think you have to be 
you have to decide that you have to um, save. So you yes. have to learn how to, to budget, how to save, and how to invest. Yes. That is definitely um, a key to, to um, financial wellness. I would also, some, some financial advice I would give is don't lend what you can't afford to lose. <laughs> I learned that in 2005 and it has stuck with me and um, I've kept that all these years and it pays yeah, off well. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Don't yeah, man. Let what you awesome tip. To lose. Um, two, I would say live below your means. Yes. So spend less than what you earn. Um, yeah. And save and invest the rest. Um, I'd say have an emergency fund. That is yes. a big one because that is because as COVID came, that is what I had to lean into. So say um, have an emergency fund. Um, I would also say, I would say to only invest in what you understand. Yes, um, but great, great tip. I am, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say that. And, I, and this is something that I say now. I, I say if you can't afford to buy it, cash or you can't afford to buy it two or three times and you can't afford it. So not because I have $10,000 in my hand right now and something costs $10,000 means that I can afford it. Because if you use all that $10,000, you have no um, breathing room. You can't, right. So not because you have, um, so, so if you can't afford to buy it two or three times, I would say you can't afford it. Um, I'd also say um, don't put all your eggs in um, one basket. So that's how you, you, you approach to saving and investing. So don't put everything in a, the stock market. Don't put everything in a, your um, savings account. Don't put, just remember that um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, that's a great tip. Budget, track your spending because if you don't know where your money is going, going, then you can't manage it. You can't manage what you cannot measure. Absolutely. Um, and start saving for retirement as early as possible. Yes. Start to, yeah. And I'd also say to save for expensive purchases. So not because you can afford to buy cash right right now means that you have to buy cash right 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 now so for example um let's say you want to buy uh a desk you can save for it every month you put something towards it um and save save for it um if if, it, if it's not something that you need right now and when i say need right now life and death right now then save towards it um, as opposed to just using your money and buying it all at once. So that when you spend that money, you know that, oh, I save towards it, this is what I'm buying. Because a lot of the things that we think we need right. and we can't do without, we can do without. Absolutely. So on that point, I just wanted to share that that principle is a great financial tip, but it's also a great mindset and psychological tip. So there's a psychology behind the way we spend and managing our needs and wants. And let's just use the example of a nice work desk or a nice L-shaped desk, 350 US. You may have that 350 today. You may. 
And you may think that this is a desk I must get from a very popular store and you want it in white and you want it to have these nice, nice cute drawers or slide under um, cupboards that fit right underneath it, the rolling desk drawer right under it. And you may wanna go out and go ahead and buy this right away. But maybe that 350 is your surplus. Maybe that's your DI, your disposable income. That's what you have left from paying all mm -hmm. your bills. A better strategy is to save $50 per month for seven months and evaluate along the way, do I really need this L-shaped desk? Maybe a nice wood lumber installed by yourself and varnished, um, affixed to the wall could do the very same thing. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a repurposed desk found on a, on a site given away for free or for a minimal cost could do the job perfectly. Um, but along the way, there is a real psychology behind saving. It really, really matures us, teaches us self-control and helps us to be disciplined. And it helps us to evaluate. So while you're saving, sometimes your priority change and you begin to wonder, do I really need to spend this 350 on a desk? You need to ask yourself questions too before you make a purchase because sometimes we buy things and we never use them, right? Yes. So you have to ask yourself, do I need this? And then maybe you have to ask yourself, do I really need this? Yes. And if you still say yes, you say, do I need this? No, because you Absolutely. can need something, but you might not need it now. Right now. And then you ask yourself, what's going to happen if I don't get it now? And then you ask yourself, what's going to happen if I don't get it at all? Can I live without this? Can I live without this right now? And if no, how will it make my life better? Will I regret buying this? Maybe you have to really ask yourself a lot of questions before you make it a purchase. You Absolutely, know? I agree with you. Um, Stacy. if persons are thinking of working with you, how do we contact you? One, to work with you for raw food. So okay. currently you have a raw food challenge going on. How can right. persons become a part of that? How can persons work with you one-on-one? -on -one? How can they work with you as a group coach for their workplace? So there might be a group of ladies at their work or a group of men, and they want to take on this challenge together. How can they contact you? And the same for Build Boss Brands. How do you work? Um, how do you help people to build brands? And where can we find you? And the same thing, where can we get your amazing um, earrings? And you had a fashion show recently and you showed us some beautiful stuff. Um, how can we get all of that? Can you talk to oh. me about your businesses? All right. So one, um, you can go to staciaalicia.com. That's S-T-A-C-I-A-A-L-I-C-I-A.com. And that's my website. However, um, for the raw food challenge, um, you can follow me on Instagram. That's raw food challenge JA. Um, you can send us a DM. Um, yeah, so raw food challenge JA. That's on Instagram. And then in terms of the content marketing strategy, um, in terms of if you're, you're a small business owner or a personal brand, um, and you, you want to 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 get some sales or get in engagement, increase engagement, increase sales. Um, and you want, you know, a content strategy and, and, what, and to work in that kind of way, then you can um, reach out either on my personal page, which is Stacia Davidson, at Stacia Davidson on Instagram, or Build Boss Brand, Build Boss Brand. So B-U-I-L-D-B-O-S-S-B-R-A-S-D-X, sorry, and my Stacia Davidson, which is S-T-A-C-I-A-D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N. So that's for the content strategy, content marketing strategy, specifically 
or focus more on the Instagram. Um, raw food challenge, that's wellness and raw food. And we have the, the community challenges, the group challenges. And then there is Yad Trends. Um, the shop, this, the online store is being worked on. But in the meantime, you can follow Yad Trends, Y-A-A-D-T-R-E-N-D-Z, as we'll be announcing um, the store. When, when, when it becomes live, it will, um, I will we'll announce it on the Yad Trends page. So you can follow Yad Trends. So that's Y-A-A-D-T-R-E-N-D-Z. Awesome. So I just want to go over just some of your business names for our listeners. So today I'm talking with Stacey Davidson. She's the owner of Raw Food Challenge JA, Build Boss Brands, where she is a strategist for social media content and just helping you to get your business going in a way that drives revenue and visibility and brand awareness. And Yeah Trends, where she has some amazing pieces Look her up on Instagram. Look her up on all the social media pages that she's on. And I'll be sure to put her handles in the description for you. Stacey, it has been my absolute pleasure talking to you today. What's one word of hope and inspiration that you can just share with my listeners as we wrap up this episode? Oh, whoa. Um, every man has a right to decide his own destiny. So anything, if, if, if it's to be, it's up to me. So at the end of the day, I believe that um, don't play a victim. Um, decide what you want in life and work towards it. Take account accountability and responsibility. Um, I value the principle of the compound effect. Um, so small, seemingly insignificant actions every day in the direction of your desired results will, will yield big results. So small steps every day in the right direction will yield big results. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. You have been generous with your time, with your advice and with your knowledge. I invite my listeners, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a personal brand, if you're a young person who just wants some direction and you really want to talk to someone who is full of life, full of hope, full of inspiration, she has had some tough challenges and experiences. So she's relatable. Um, her ideas are relevant and valid and valuable. I encourage you to connect with Stacia Davidson. It has been my absolute pleasure talking with you today. Thank you for coming on my podcast Thank and sharing you. about the plant-based lifestyle. Go ahead. Thank you for having me, Diana. I thank you. Thank it's, you so yeah, much. Yeah, it was I my absolute it. pleasure. It was such a good, enriching, and educational conversation. You're welcome back anytime. New information is always appreciated. And when somebody invites you a second time, it means the first time was so good. And I suspect that you had just so much more information that you want to share. Um, but it's, it's always good to have a nice episode that um, persons can just work through all at once. And then definitely, you're welcome back. If there's amazing things you want to share with us, we'd be happy to, we'd be happy to hear that. Thanks for listening to D-Sharp Thoughts Podcast. This episode was sponsored by D-Sharp Coaching Services. If you know someone who's between the ages of 18 to 45 and who'd benefit from my academic advising and career coaching services, 
please send me an email at dssharp2013 at gmail.com or send me a message via my website on dsharpthoughts.com and I'll connect with you. Do show us some love by sharing our podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode when we talk to another sister who is just like you. Until next time, be kind to yourself and others. Thank you.